Charles. Or as the the franchise community calls him, Chuck. <laughs> so today we're gonna to be talking about oh go ahead. No, I, I just like I think it's good. Let, let's do something interesting today. So today we're gonna to talk about the candidate journey, uh, but more specifically, what makes franchisees actually say yes to the franchise or coming up next. In my opinion, I think the entire franchise industry has it backwards. Maybe not the entire industry. The entire industry is wrong. I just saw a mug that said basically they were lying. Not everyone was kung fu fighting. See that, Joe? So they said everybody was kung fu fighting, and I just said everybody in the franchise industry. It's not everybody. Very specifically, I think in the sales process, we talk about leads. Wrong, we should be talking about deals. Uh, and we don't look at the candidate journey. We more so think about what's going to cause someone to turn into a lead. So it, the matrix goes like this. And, and I, I use this example a lot, but I think we have to turn it on the side to understand what makes people buy. We've talked about this uh, in, in a most fundamental way. I believe in the product. I believe in the leadership. Uh, I can open in the market that I want to open in. The cost to get in and how much I can make is sound. And the validation is is solid. Um, so if you look at our newsletter from, from this week, you'll see I, we put together um, some checklist items that you should go through as a brand to see are you, are you positioning yourself right in these categories. So, so to the candidate, what makes them say yes um, Charles, I want I want you to take a spin at this first. Is there any magic to making someone say yes in the sales process? Is there anything that I can do as a salesperson or as a franchisor that will make it more likely for them to move forward? So it, last week's newsletter, I think the headline was about friend creepers, right? Which is your term. I love the term, right? Because it makes so much sense. And it sounds simple, but... I think if you step away from all your materials, your website, your processes, and you really look at through the framework of those friend creepers, people that maybe they haven't raised their hand yet, or they have, and, and, and they're still considering other franchises, or they're going to get reabsorbed back into their own business. I think that mindset really helps you at least build toward the franchisee journey or meet them. And, and, and some of the things we're talking about in the newsletter talks about um, team values and, and things of that. So I, I think you've just got to start from the base level up on your brand. Like everything's so important. I, I can't even tell you how frustrating we're looking for a vendor in a certain area. You go to a company website, I can't see the team. In fact, if you go to my website, I hate, the team part of our website and our web people, they promised us they were going to redevelop it. I waited six months. They didn't, but there's knowing like, you really need to dive deep into the team, into the story, the story behind your brand, why you're doing what you're doing. And I think those are all missed opportunities. 
So right? what, what, makes, what? What, what makes the buyer buy? That's a great connect, uh, question. It's the connection. It's the connection to your brand. So it's a connection to the products and services you sell. It's a connection to your team, that they want to be a part of your team. And it's a connection to the mission, right? So I think ultimately, if you get a lead on LinkedIn or someone leaving corporate America, they're going to have a ton of choices. It's not just your franchise, right? So assume your product, your service is good. Assume your unit level economics is good. All things being equal, they want to be a part of your team and a part of your mission. Um, and so you have the basics, you know, the checklist items, unit level economics, financial performance representations, validation. Okay, so maybe you're equal with a bunch of other brands. It's that human connection, brand connection that everyone's missing out on. And, and what is that word? Oh, you're killing me. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, like if you remove the term franchise from our discussion and replace it with marriage, you just said the same thing. You need the same sort of stuff. You need validation from the family and the friends that you're, you're a legitimate match for your spouse. Uh, you need, you need uh, connection. I think that's all. But above it, you need trust. And in, in franchise, now if we replace marriage with franchising, I need to be able to trust that you're going to help grow my money. And the reality is you can strip that all the way back to wealth management, uh, a lawyer, whether they can protect you. Like it's still about protection and trust. And so when we think about the way that we position our brands, if the secret to selling is, is trust building, then we look at the touch points and the touch points, one, do, do I feel like my message shows trust on my website or is it sales? Is it too good to be true? Am I trying to tell a story that's not real or authentic? Uh, my sales team, how do they process the lead? I think that's, that's a variable that a lot of people don't look at. They, they talk about leads, 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 but that handoff when it turns from an electronic moment into a human to human moment is so important that there's a mismatch there. If you don't have a have someone who builds relationships, I'll, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you two examples, and the industry will know these people. Bob McQuillan, it was not a genius at selling any of the brands that he worked at. Sorry, Bob. What Bob McQuillan is a genius at is he's an authentic human being that builds a relationship and listens to. What is the challenge and, and creates a solution? Scott Thompson does the same thing. Sean Fitzgerald does the same thing. So you go through some people that have had very Paul, Paul Pickett. People people might like the idea of buying a buying a Wild Birds. They like Paul Pickett. They trust them. So like the reality is, if that's such a vital part, because. Now you're gonna, you're, you still gotta get through the checklist things. Like you still gotta show that you're a good brand, but does your website build ghost trust? And then that handoff, that relationship, is it trusting, is it authentic, is it real? And then when we get them to discovery day, is it all bullshit or is it authentic? And I think that like that's the secret to selling. Now, authentic 
can be disguised. Good salespeople are salespeople that sell garbage can be very, very good at the disguising of trust or authentic, uh, being authentic. But the candidate, the secret to this, in my opinion, is the word trust. And I mean, Charles, you just you set up the same thing, connected. But I think it's trust. Right. So it's trust, right? And you're not going to build trust by asking someone to trust you, right? And you gave a great example of some good franchise leaders um, because they're humans, right? They build a human connection and they they have a bigger vision. But I like your term ghost trust because, you know, there are like high level executives like the Bob McQuellens and others, right, in organizations. But sometimes those franchisee candidates are never going to filter into them because something is going to repel those candidates away. Right. And, and we'll identify it uh, as tr the trust factor. And I, I love your point, which is that ghost trust. Right. That invisible trust factor that's being created through your brand, how they interact with the brand. And so, well, maybe you could hire a Bob McQuellen or a good leadership team. How do you fix all these other things? Because that's where I think many businesses, all of us really can do much more on our brand positioning, our websites, our brand materials, our presentations in building trust. But then you bring up the word authentic, right? So then these are not just buzzwords that you go hire an agency on and say, let's, you know, here's the trust factors. And then it really then at a deeper level, it's team core values, mission, you know, we could call it, you know, why you, why now, right? Um, core values and mission. So it really flows up. I think most brands get it wrong, not because they don't have the trust factors and not because they don't have a genuine core purpose, but because they spend maybe, you know, a fraction of the time they should on developing this copy on the website, on their materials, they hire someone else to do it. And everyone is bouncing on the fringes saying the same thing, but never getting to the heart. And I look, we're going through it now with, um, you know, I, I, I think Melissa last night had texted me, you know, she worked on some great copy, but it's not just real copy. It's like, hey, like really franchisors, why does it matter to sign up with us? And, and what do we do for you and what problems we solve? And it sounds so easy, but it takes time. Yeah, but you, you, you know what? I. I think that's that that's the checklist items. Because the reality is if you if you hear listen to your candidate. Your candidate for Charles, how many of them reference the videos that they saw online? Almost all. Right. right? And if it's a franchisor, it's frustration, delays, lost deals, inaccessibility. That's 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 the checklist items. The reality is they're that, that's necessary. Necessary is to go check, check, check. They're watching videos of you as as a ghost prospect, and they're gaining trust with you. They listen to you. They watch your they they listen to your voice get angry when there's a topic that that frustrates you, and that they're like, I relate to that. So the reality is, what what your business is doing is establishing trust. Like, I I, I know you. 
you might think differently on this. The reality is, as a lawyer, beyond your speed and your your capa- your personal capabilities, it's all tactics. Same with PR. It's oh, absolutely. So it's it's this trust thing. Do I trust that you're going to take care of me in the strongest way possible? And there, with with you, Charles, you've done an amazing job of building these videos out there. I I I, I wrote this into our newsletter this week for the broker section. Um, I just went to YouTube and searched how to or uh, um, like how to use a franchise broker or what what to know about using. Your video comes right at top with Lisa Welcome. Like the reality is, but that, that is ghost trust. And a lot of brands, and you know what? Put, put me, put me in a battle with other agencies. Other agencies will battle me and say, all the content needs to live on your website. That's not trust. When a brand tells me that they're great, I'm like, mm-hmm. let me go ask my friends if what they think of that brand. That's why around the web, that's why YouTube is such an important part of the puzzle. Because if I want to know, what the trust is, I'm going to go on there. And then also in the sales process, you're a franchisee. You want to know about buying that brand. Ask the franchise salesperson if they trust the CEO and just watch the answer. Nick, what I love about this, right? So we're, these are breadcrumbs, right? And it's funny. I think whoever watches this could see, I think halfway through these um, conversations, you know, the light bulb goes off for me and right. But you're bringing up as an example, it's, this is not about me, but just mindset here of the videos, right? And that builds trust. And my point earlier is it needs to come from your core values, right? We never set off to do videos and we sent out client videos and to say, oh, videos will create trust. We started off with, hey, we're a law firm everyone gives the same widget or we should assume the same widget speed accuracy so what's the differentiator and ours was really building out resources for our clients to grow strategies to win and then the next question was okay if we're genuine about that added value can honestly look someone in the face and communicate that then what are ways we do it and what's amazing is once you dive into that core value all of these other things unlock. It's like, okay, why not send clients videos? And why not create do these videos, you know, and create a community for our clients? So, the, the, again, not about me, but you need that trust, but you really need to understand that purpose. So, for your franchisee candidate and for your franchisees, what what is that purpose you're serving? What's that goal? And once you and you empower your team with that and decide that as a team, it's gonna unlock so much more. And what you're gonna find is your website's gonna look different from everyone else's eventually. You missed you miss something though. What did I miss? You said it's not about you and it is. And th- this, is the, this is the reality as a founder of your business. There's two areas that you need to build trust and your clients are- Well, I mean this, I mean, I don't wanna bore everyone about me. Sure, no, but, business, yeah. Okay, and then, but it doesn't stop on your client though, and th- this is the big miss that I think CEOs get, and I've, I've seen plenty of rough rough and tough CEOs, and that's why I said, ask the question, do you trust your CEO? Because you just said core values. The reality is now you gotta look at the team that's behind, behind the leader, because that, in franchising especially, who's gonna be my business consultant? 
Who's leading the marketing and are they innovative with the product? Operational, are they making the business stronger? Um, legal, are they protect are they protecting the brand? Financial, how does their PL look? And and the FDD starts guiding you through this. I mean, you, you can look at the bios in an FDD. You can you can see the groundwork, but you have trust here through through step one, which is with the salesperson, and trust beyond has to go with the entire team. And those core values are so vital to it. Yet everything we just said, if we open up websites, the, the lead is, and it's a knee jerk, you can make a lot of money. Check mark. Show me your culture. Show me those, put your core values on your franchise site. Don't be afraid of them. Because the trust, now the trust has to swing all the way over here. And this, this is also where franchisors get it wrong. They don't say no. They go, Oh, that person might not fit. Oh, they might not fit culturally. Oh, but they have a check. Oh, but the broker is pushing them through. Okay, we'll say yes. That breaks it. Down, down the line, it will break that trust circle. Well, Nick, using, you know, we were talking this week and you'd mentioned about reviewing your team members, right? And that part of your review process for your team is measuring them up against or giving them a score relative to your core values, right? So even just applying that principle, I mean, so you may have a, you may have great numbers and you may have a well-capitalized candidate, but are you measuring them up against your core values? And if not, that's a great opportunity to avoid a future headache, right? And say no. And say, yeah. and, 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 and look in, in both directions. Saying no, it, it may piss someone off, in the long term, they know it. Even in the short term, a lot, a lot of people know whether they're a fit or not. But I think, I think beyond beyond all of this, it's it's beyond brand. It's about human connection because trust and connections is the secret to selling franchise brands. Nobody talks about it. So in the, um, I don't want to ruin it, but I mean, if anyone's not subscribed to the newsletter, you should be. I think, you know, the bottom thoughts for this week are pretty good exercises there. But the best part is Charles just ruined all the trust with our audience by going to self-promotional. Right? It's, a, it's a free newsletter. There's <laughs> nothing. There's nothing uh... But look, if, if you're a brand, here's your tactical step. Open up your website now and just try to look at it as if it's not your brand and say, does it drive trust? That's it. And ask yourself that question. And, and look, my, my, mine too. And it's so easy to go to the pathway of least resistance, which is the things that are right in front of us. And it's sometimes hard to build up the personality. Charles is doing a great job with his videos. Go look up, I'll promote you. Go look up the Inner Nicola Law Firm on YouTube and you'll get the sense of trust and relationship. You see it all, but now, Charles, can I be critical of you for one second? Yeah. You know what you don't see on there? You don't see any of your team. And your team behind you, they, they bleed for your clients and for you, and you haven't exposed that. You expose that, and, and your clients get exposure to it. They love your team. They all talk about the depth of your team. You don't, you're not giving them 
So even if it was that one video, every Friday you're, you're doing your bourbon Fridays, one Friday you show, show your team, it will help your own footprint because that's a part of, that's a part of the trust of joining your law firm. And, and I think that's, that's where like brands show more of it, be vulnerable with it. Not like the sizzle reels are bullshit. Yeah. They are like, there's, there's a video company that says, this is the way that we show Like everybody throw confetti up in the air at one time. It's bullshit. Like put some authentic content out there. Okay. So, so maybe someone leaves your company or, or maybe a franchise he's no longer, who gives a shit? Get authentic. That will help you on the sales process no matter what. It, it will help you sell a million extra franchises? No. But it will help you take the right steps that you can be your best self as, a, as people and then as a brand. I feel like I'm, I'm preaching. No, let, as we like just, and we're over our limits here, but what's what, like, I, I think if any, anyone watches video after this, just take one step out of your comfort zone, right? On right. Friday or Monday, let's have a team meeting, 15 minutes, right? And go over your core values if you have them, uh, discuss how they apply to franchisee candidates how they apply to your franchisees and, and not only have the list of core values, but describe how they apply to those candidates and how they apply to your franchisees. And, you know, what criteria may come into play when you turn down a candidate? Like just, I, I think that'll change the conversation. Great advice. Good, good stuff. Charles, I enjoy this conversation with you. This, this is authentic. And regardless of our, if we only have like three watchers of this, I'm good with it. Like I feel, I feel trusting and authentic and real. And I appreciate that. I appreciate you. This is Fran X.